Welcome to the Murder Club for Beginners podcast. I'm Nick and I'm in Brisbane. I'm Mel and I'm in Melbourne and we hope you enjoy listening to our podcast. Hey Nick, how are you? Good Mel, how are you doing? Not bad. So uh, this does feel a little weird. Um, I know we're doing a uh, double recording um, before you fly off to <laughs> to your half marathon in New York. Yeah, I, I mean, anyone who can't see Nick but knows Nick is she's got her happy dance on uh, and is very joyous Uh and a little smug at the same time. Uh, <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> hey, um, I thought you'd be, yeah, interested to know we're doing a uh, Gangsters and Ghosts tour. Oh, yes, please. I'm flying yep. just for that. Yeah, yep, ne- we haven't done anything like that there before, so I'll, yep. I'll have to, yeah. Do some, take some good notes, I think. Oh, good notes and pictures, please. Oh, yep. that sounds absolutely wonderful. Um, oh, gosh, we, I really wish when we'd, uh, when we'd been in London together that we'd taken the opportunity to do some things like that. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, me too. Will you uh, come to the Melbourne jail with me uh, when you Oh, yeah. To- okay, perfect. Yeah, definitely. Because I've got... Mm-hmm. Uh, two-for-one tickets, and I've been dying to do the tour there. Uh, mm-hmm. and they, they do some really good spooky tours, so. Cool. Brilliant. Okay, let's get into this week's episode. So mm-hmm. I'm taking a little step back, back into the Agatha Christie world, and yep. we know that Agatha Christie's most common method of disposing or dispatching of a victim is cyanide. So cyanide, her most Mm. common common, uh, way. And as we know, cyanide uh, can be found in the seeds of of certain fruits, Uh, apples, cherries, I think pears, but I'm not 100% sure. So easily found. Um, Obviously, I have no idea how to make it into arsenic, but, you know. (laughs) Whatever. So the question I have for you this week, uh, and it is on the back of uh, a a Dateline story that we listened to on a podcast, my sister and I, uh, where a husband has been slowly putting antifreeze in his Mm. wife's Gatorade and she starts to feel sick with the intention of killing her. So mm-hmm. this this is where we're going this week, okay? A little bit back to Agatha Christie, but what would you do if Craig started to act a little weird? And th- these are the ways he started to act a little weird. He wanted to cook for you. He would be buying you sweet treat donuts, which maybe tasted a little odd, mm-hmm. and in the garage when you were cleaning out in one of your cleaning frenzies, you found a bottle of arsenic, three-quarters full. What would you I do? I think I'm already in trouble <laughs> because um, Craig is quite a good cook and often on the weekend he will cook for me. Ooh. And often after a run he does buy me tasty sweet treats. Oh, God, we're so, already in trouble. Are you telling knowing, me that? Knowing what is in our garage and the amount, I wouldn't say actual 
pure arsenic, but the amount of uh, building tools and just things we have like to kill like insects and things like that, I'd say I should already be quite perturbed. So basically Craig has been planning the perfect murder for years because Mm. no one's going to be surprised when... by when, any of this. Yeah, but when you maybe die from accidental doses of chemicals that have made its way from the garage onto the food that, mm-hmm. that you know, and, and it's just sort of happened. And Cito's to blame. I mean, we'll always blame the dog. At eight we're always moment, blaming right? dog, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, um, so, yeah. Wow. Um, and let's face it, the man hasn't watched enough murder mysteries to know how not to get caught. Honestly, I think if anyone, I know we talk about mm. it all the time. We're going to have to have Craig on one of the episodes at some point. but We will, to defend himself if nothing else. <laughs> we talk about it a lot and, you know, mm. we talk about it and, you know, I think we'd be pretty good together. Craig on his own, mm. I think he'd be pretty good on his own. He's methodical. Yeah. Yes, yes, he'd definitely clean. He'd clean up after himself. And mm. yeah, hmm, maybe I should be worried about this New York trip. I do. <laughs> mm. And the thing is, is it's a good idea. I mm. came up with this question just on the back of I was Googling uh, most common Agatha Christie poisons yep. as you do, mm-hmm. uh, because. Uh, always, we, you know, on a Murder Club for Beginners, we love uh, an Agatha Christie. And I was like, oh, gosh, what would happen? Never in my wildest dreams did I think Craig was already planning the perfect murder. (laughs) Yes, yes, he probably thinks, you know, 25 years, you know, need an upgrade. (laughs) Is he listening to the podcast? No, he's actually on a work call. I don't think he listens to the podcast at all, which is probably good for me. <laughs> I was just thinking that's probably good and you may have to sort of make sure that he doesn't, doesn't yeah, listen to doesn't the podcast. doesn't crack on to it, yes, although yeah. I think I've got my um, 10-year-old niece listening to it now, so that could be interesting. <gasps> no. Oh, gosh, we've yes, got to watch, yes. our, uh, watch our language yep. then. Um, yes. Is that, is that your niece who has very good names for cats? Yes, it is. It yes, is. It's he does have so, very yep. good names for cats. Mm-hmm. Okay, fantastic. Yep. Um, so, Nick, yeah, it, you've shocked me, and I'm sort of not uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> not sure where to go. But I know that you've um, done some research uh, for this episode, and tell me what you've hmm. done research on. I did. I tried to do some on copycat killers. Mm-hmm. Um. And there's some sick ones. Um, I got this off the History Collection website. Um, now, I apologise. I am going to pronounce this terribly Aussie, terribly wrong. Um, I think his name is Herberito Zeta. He okay. decided to be a copycat of the Zodiac Killer Ugh. from San Francisco who terrorised okay. San Francisco in the 60s and 70s and was only caught, you know, not long ago. Um, so he modelled his crimes on the actions of the Zodiac Killer. He murdered three and injured six from March 1990 to October 1993, and he selected the victims, like the original Zodiac Killer, based on their astrological sign. He also sent cryptic letters to Mm. the, this is New York City, New York City police, like the real Zodiac Killer did in San Francisco. But here's a clincher. NYC get a lot of these letters and that. 
and they thought it was actually a hoax until this guy started killing. <gasps> he oh, actually wow. ended up getting caught because one of his victims, I think it was his sister, um, and he didn't fatally shoot her and she survived. And, yeah, he ended up getting caught. And like the Zodiac Killer, this is a scary bit, he's shown no remorse. Uh, I mean, I can we just roll back to, uh, you know, I know serial killers aren't generally meant to kill family members. Uh, uh, no, know, no. Two poten- you're potentially going to get caught. Um, yeah, and he had like, and the fact that he, he got three but he injured six, so a lot of them survived. Mm-hmm. So, you know, obviously he's trying to be a cop, but let's face it, mate, you weren't doing a very good job, which is a good thing because <laughs> not many, as many people thing. died. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and and the next for those one, that did. Uh, and yeah, I actually had to stop doing research after a while on this, this one because um, even though it's only two of them because, it, it, yeah, it just made me realise how many really – Whacked Interesting or whacked are. out yep. people there are in the world. Yeah, this guy Derek Brown, he decided to copy Jack the Ripper. Hold it, attempted- hold it. Derek Brown. So yep. isn't there the magician in the UK or the the mind person in the UK, Derek Brown? Hold it, one moment. I'm sure there is. Mm-hmm. I could be a hundred percent wrong, but no, it's Darren Brown. Is it Darren yep. Brown? Yeah, perfect. Move on. Okay. So this guy attempted to emulate the brutal murders of Jack the Ripper, but he didn't only target prostitutes in his slangs, which were quite brutal, and they took place in Whitechapel like the Rippers did. Yeah. Um, In 2007. And his first victim was a street vendor who was selling videos, and there's video footage of her entering the subway with Brown on the day of her disappearance. Wow. And one month later he did kill a prostitute, Bonnie Barrett, in Whitechapel. Again, yep. white trouble. Now, police searched his flat in 2007 and yep. they found blood from women in the kitchen, corridor and bathroom. Um, he'd attempted to hide DNA by doing some renos, removing carpet and stripping walls. Okay. But this is this is what really led them to that, yeah, we're in the really right spot apart from all the DNA evidence. Yeah. He had borrowed a book. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure that my local library doesn't stock killers. The Most Barbaric Murders of Our Time was the name of the book. I mean, you never know. My local library is the National Library of Victoria, so it makes sense. Just if, if you if Craig asked you, can you go borrow that, just can you let uh, me know? I'm going to say um, no. Yeah, yep. I'm, I'm definitely. Um, but this is the best bit. <laughs> this bit actually really made me laugh. It shouldn't, but it did. He even had a DIY murder kit consisting of a steam cleaner, a bone saw, and waterproof sheeting. Mate, you're going to get caught. Yeah, yeah. I just like the renos. I'll just rip up some carpet here and take <laughs> off some walls there and they'll never know it was me despite um, the fact there's blood all over the place. She'll be right. And despite the fact cool. I have a steam cleaner. Did he have a yeah. black light as well? I don't know. Um, but there's yeah, the fail. You've got to be it's checking if your cleaning works. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, and there's there's some really scary ones I won't go into. Um, no, please don't. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so that led me, yeah. That scares to stop after that one. bejesus out of me because mm. in 2007, January, I moved to the UK. So Yes. I mean, 
wow. I mean, thank yeah. you. I moved up to Scotland pretty toot sweet pretty uh, and I was yeah. up there until <laughs> till August and then moved back to London. But uh, wow, that's I didn't hear about that on the news at all, um, but. Maybe I just think there's so many of these that get kept quiet, like the copycat Mm. Zodiac Killer. I don't remember, well, you know, pretty young, we're probably too busy partying around his era, but I don't remember hearing about that at all. No. Um, And stuff, which then like led me to look up um, places in England where you're most likely to get violence against your person, which could result in murder as opposed to just other crimes against you. Okay. And the top five keep coming up on a lot of websites yep. that are checked um, just in a different order. But now, as I said, this is from the sun, so, you know, okay. grain yeah. of salt. But note that these top five keep coming up per capita all in different order, but it's all the same top five. Number one. West Yorkshire. No, I love yep. Yorkshire. It's great. Yep. yep. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Are we talking where is, I mean, my West Yorkshire? You're asking me. Geographically challenged. Uh, you are. You've been to so many places across the world. Uh, West Yorkshire. So Leeds. Um, yep. Okay. I'm just, I'm having a look. Uh, is, oh. Barnsley, Doncaster's nearby, Skipton, um, and then West Yorkshire is not far from Manchester as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. So just sort of give people an idea of where it is. Okay. Yeah. Where else? Where else are we okay. going? Uh, Cleveland. Cleveland? Is there a Cleveland mm-hmm. in the UK? There's a Cleveland. It says Cleveland in the UK, so. That's weird, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Cleveland, it's... UK? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Cleveland, UK is a tiny pin. Uh, I can't even see that it says Cleveland. Well, see, that's probably why it makes the list because it's like per per capita. So, okay. yeah. Okay, so um, we're not going there. Where else are we not going? No, you're not going to Durham? Durham. I know Durham. Durham has a very yep. good university, just to let you know. Yeah, well, you're not going there. I'm just not going there three. as well. And no, you know, I've been to uni. We'll, 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 yeah, once will be enough. Yep. Uh, now this one was the one that threw me. Number four came up as Kent. Oh, no way. Yeah. And it comes in in the top five and a lot of different websites. So for anyone who, uh, whose geography is uh, probably as limited as both mine and Nick's, unless I've been there, I, I'm terrible. But Kent yep. is, uh, on the uh, southeast outside of London and it's a very popular place um, and, it, you know, it's got a very broad lot of different type of places. But so Kent's like a, I don't know, county is is sort of how you would describe it. Yep. Okay. And this is one that threw me too. Number five is Lancashire. Oh, so mm. uh you know, yep. if if old Emily is listening or listening at any point, my my friend who lives in Australia who is from the UK, she is from there, so she's going to probably confirm that uh, for us. But yep. two of those are quite surprising. Uh, the last I know. Year. I just yeah, and like, and I thought okay, maybe they won't come up on other websites, but no, they just kept coming up. All the, the same five, just in a different order. Um, mainly West Yorkshire was number one or two, though. 
Oh, okay. Well, I mean, you know, we're, we're going to steer clear of there, aren't we? We're, yep. Yeah, we're more we're we're more London, Edinburgh, possibly yeah. Glasgow, Manchester, yep. big city mm-hmm. type of gals. Yeah, we we are. We're more big city, which actually increases our risk of being murdered too. By the way, what? But yeah. Thanks. Great. Oh, you know, you, but that's you, all right. But but look at it this way. You know, in these other places, we've probably got what a one in three in big city. We've probably got a one in five. Wow, right. I get less chance. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Nuts, nutso, nutso. Um, Wow, I've learned lots uh, today uh, and lots about Craig uh, and Mm -hmm. still still finding myself shocked and bored. And Tell me, though, the one question that is running through my mind, what are mm-hmm. the sweet treats that he buys you? Uh, or um, cake. Yeah, what type of cake? cake. Specifics. Oh, little cupcakes um, or red velvet Lamington cake. Um, oh, normally vanilla with a nice frosting. Oh, maybe I should watch the frosting. That's where I'm going to Oh, yeah. But a good frosting, mm-hmm. there's nothing a like good frosting, a- though, you oh. know. It's, oh, and, um, yeah, and finger buns with nice icing. Yeah, it's oh, going to be the icing, Mel. Just remind me, don't eat the icing. No, but it's the best part. Finger buns do remind me of being a, being a kid and my grandma used to cut yep. them in half and then butter them as well. Oh, yeah. So, Why did they do that? They didn't I don't understand know. it. That's not what we weren't going for the, yeah, it was the icing we were there for. I know. Mm. But if it wasn't bad enough, I mean, you've got your finger ice, uh, finger bun and then the uh, butter. But I um, made a cake for my sister who may or may not uh, listen to this episode, but I don't know about you, uh, Nick, but do you remember the Woman's Weekly birthday cake book? Yes, my mum still has it. Mm -hmm. My mum still has it and my sister and I have both bought a coffee since we've been back. Um, Oh, wow. Because as children we used to flick through it and dream about the cakes. Oh, Um, yeah, you you pick which one you're going to have and, yeah. Yeah. Well, we had none of them made because poor mum was just Mm -hmm. too busy working. So. Um, as adults, we've now come back and we've decided to make all of the cakes uh, for each other for birthdays and stuff. So my sister's made a few and she's the baker in our family and she's made Miss Piggy, the oh, wow. pool. So for anyone who doesn't know, Woman's Weekly is a magazine here and I think we have talked about it, but it's a magazine here mm-hmm. and it's weekly obviously and um it the this cake book is just it's just epic it's it's it the is. 80s kids favorite cake book anyway so i uh made her a cake which was the jack in the box oh that's so cute uh, well well so i made a very nice cake that morning a really lovely butter mm-hmm. cake and let it cool and had the icing ready to go and I started to assemble it and it turns out you probably shouldn't make the cake on the same day because it's too soft Mm -hmm. and so the cake fell to bits 
Uh, I ended up not being able to put it on uh, standard up the way I wanted, even though I had it chopped full with frosting, you know, that really beautiful yep. buttercream mm-hmm. icing yep. uh, to try and stick it together. I was trying to use it like glue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I thought, well, if I just smother it, I'll turn it on its side because I can't stand it up, but I'll turn it on its side and I'll smother it in buttercream icing and still try and do it and make it look okay, but it'll just not be as high. It'll be longer mm-hmm. rather than taller as it should be. Yep. Well, it's ended up looking like something a two-year-old would do. I mean, I, I think a two-year-old <laughs> would probably do a better job. But, I mean, there was a point where I called my sister and I just said, I just don't even know if I can give this to you. It is so bad. <laughs> and she was, uh, it's the thought that counts. And I was like, but you're going to laugh when you see this. And did mm-hmm. she laugh when she saw it? It is. And then she's like, let me look at the book to see what you were trying to achieve. <laughs> um on the plus side, the cake tasted amazing. I've not got a sweet. There you go, see. But the cake was epically good um, because the but, the vanilla uh, oh, cake was yep. so nice and soft mm-hmm. and then you had the sweetness of the really good buttercream icing. It's a great recipe. But I, I've just said to her maybe I should uh, maybe I should do the next cake with her so I can start to learn how to to make these yep. cakes a bit better because, yeah. And oh, I requested right. I have... the duck for my birthday. Oh, that's cute. I know. I've had, um, I had my own cake fail during the Ooh. week. Yeah. Um, had an auntie fail too. Um, I was making one of my nephews a year older than he was. Yeah. Which is uh, just as well. I didn't give him the congratulations, you're 18 card because you're not, yeah, you're only you 17. Oh, I yeah. thought, mm. yes. Okay. Yes. That, yeah, oh, great aunt fail there. Arnie Nick here strikes again. Um, at least I didn't give it to him, though, I realised before. And at least I hadn't bought him alcohol as a present either. So that's um, not a fail. That's a win. Yep. You, mm-hmm. you didn't do it and you've got the present ready for next year. <laughs> yep, exactly. But I decided to make red velvet cakes. Now, again, my brother is the one who can cook and, you know, my mum, she's a good baker. Yeah. So I did go the red velvet cake packet yep. mix, but the red velvet cupcakes came out perfect. They yep. were great. And I decided um, that I didn't want to use the cream cheese frosting that had come with them because yeah. a lot of the kids out there don't like the cream cheese frosting, in particular Alex, the who's the cakes were for. Okay. So I decided to make um, butter icing, mm-hmm. which is fine. Um, and then I got distracted or something. I put the butter to melt in the microwave and I actually melted it too much. I let it liquefy. Oh, no, Nick. Yeah, that, that resulted in a very uh, runny butter icing, uh-huh. yeah. which if I had been smart, it was a really hot day, I would have put in the fridge to set, but I put it on cakes. But no, I decided that I'd just do it anyway. So, yeah, these lovely cupcakes got this horrible, and of course, because it's my icing, I made it a horrible green colour. Yeah. Um, yeah, got these horrible runny green icing on them, which I just then proceeded to put sprinkles on to hide. Um, <laughs> and then I actually put in the fridge and it was really hilarious because, you know, the butter icing's running over these cupcakes and pools in the bottom of the yeah. thing I'm storing them in. Yeah. I put them in the fridge and go to pull them out when I go to take them. And I'm like, oh, I just should have put that in the fridge and it would have come out all right. Oh, <laughs> it was just an epic fail. But all the cakes got eaten. I, I mean, that's as long as they taste good. Um, yeah. 
But yeah, you should have. So. Do you remember um, icing Arnott's biscuits when you're a kid? And oh, yes. Yeah. So that because mm. that would have been epic. So yep. we have been talking a lot about children's parties, um, things from the eighties, and I know mm-hmm. this is nothing to do with Murder Club for Beginners, but. Um, bit of nostalgia down memory lane uh fairy bread so we were talking about fairy bread so fairy bread for anyone who doesn't know is white bread so it has to be white bread which is obviously the worst thing because white bread and I are not friends anymore but still white Mm -hmm. bread butter or margarine used to be back in the day then hundreds and thousands sprinkled over the top so you can't see the butter or the bread anymore and then yep. cut into triangles. So this was a, absolutely the thing you'd pick off the table pretty quick when you're a yep. kid. Mm-hmm. And then we'd have, what, chocolate crackles. Yep, chocolate and crackles. honey joys. But they've yep. now pimped the um, fairy bread so it's Nutella and then Ooh. sprinkles. I'm I like them both, but not together. Yeah, well, I think we're going to have to try it. Just, yeah, just I think, from a, yeah, I think we'll have to you do know, the challenge. Scientific, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, research. But um, yep. yeah, so one of the things we all were so used to do when we were younger was Arnott's biscuits are these milk oval shaped biscuits, which on their own they're okay, but they're the sort of thing a little baby would suck on and then make make <laughs> goo out of almost mm-hmm. but to make them really palatable every kid's parent would do this and they would ice the biscuits and you'd put faces and things on them and uh yeah they were great so mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to get you to make me some uh red velvet but I'd like the cream cheese icing please yeah well that would alleviate the problem so yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. perfect <laughs> All right, Nick, I think uh, that's it for this week and good luck on your run. Thank you. And don't murder anyone while you're in New York. And don't get murdered. Always. always, Not a good idea if you want to leave the country and you're a foreigner. Yeah, they they do tend to frown upon that. Mm. Excellent. And uh, just be aware of those sweet treats that Craig is uh, currently feeding you. Yes, I have to be very aware. Brilliant. All right. I will talk to you when you're back. All right. I'll talk to you later, Mel. Bye. Bye.